0: Hello, viewers! My name is Nadia Shamis, and I'm here at Five Points Fest with writer Brandon Montclair. And you're watching ComicsVerse. So, Brandon, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good.
0: So, you are the writer of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. And I wanted to know, you are obviously an adult, and Lunella is obviously a child. Is there anything special that you do to try to write a convincing child? Is there anything that you kind of pull from, from your own childhood, or anything like that?
1: Um, yeah, it's more my daughter. I have a seven-year-old at home now, and uh, Lunella's a little older than that, and was older still when we kind of uh, first uh, started developing the character about a year and a half ago. So she was really only like five turning six. But um, it's funny because I grew up with brothers and male cousins and and a lot of, you know, obviously friends. So not too many interactions with uh, young girls, but uh, was very inspired to uh, do uh, more of that for my daughter. And um, it's really true because, like, you know, growing up uh, with with the A-team and Star Wars and everything else, I said, oh, I want to show my daughter that things. And all she cares about are the female characters, really, and their small parts. Um, So that was a big part of it. And also it's working with uh, Amy Reeder, a co-writer. And uh, Natasha Bustos, a lot of her gets put into it also. So I'm working with two female collaborators. So uh, they, they can keep it honest. Uh, uh, Emily Shaw was the original uh, editor on it. So there was a lot of, uh, like I said, a lot of a big female touch all over uh, Moon Girl. So in case I did anything too goofy, I'm sure they would have told me.
0: Speaking of, what is your favorite thing about working with Amy Reader? Because you have worked with Amy Reader before, too. You worked with her on uh, Rocket Girl.
1: Yeah, um, I worked uh, with Amy Reed on Rocker on Before that, I was uh, an editor on uh, Madam Xanadu at Vertigo, which was where we first—I actually met her even before that—at a company called Tokyo Pop, but we never really worked together. Uh, Amy had was doing a, 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 her kind of her first published work over there, and I was working in the submissions as like an intern at the time. But uh, it's great working with Amy. It's—it's it's, I can come up with a million reasons. We're friends and we're neighbors, and we're, we we get together really well. And hopefully, you know. By now, it's a—they it, are good stories. But Amy, it's like she's a world-class artist. I think she's literally a top-10 artist in the business, and so I'm just kind of lucky to, to be working with her. And that sounds like oh, just kind of like a blank, general uh, compliment. But I really think it's true. I think Amy is a huge uh, uh, talent. Uh, sitting next to her, it shows like this all the time. The people that come up and seek her out, whether it's Bill Sienkiewicz or Frank Whiteley or Adam Hughes, just they say, oh, Amy Reader, you're one of my favorite artists. And it's uh, it's really amazing. Yeah, so.
0: That's very high praise. So speaking of your time as an editor, I was curious. Did somebody say my name? <laughs> <laughs> you just missed him. He insulted you up and down. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. But anyway, speaking of your time as an editor, Um, I was wondering, since you do have experience with an editor's eye editing comics, does that affect your writing process at all?
1: Uh, very much so. I don't know if it affects my writing process, um, now that I'm a writer, so to speak. I did some writing before I was an editor, but, um, while I was an editor, just, uh, reading scripts as they came in, dealing with artists a lot also, it, it, it was a big influence, like, an education, I should say. I don't know that I approach uh, writing or even putting the book together now, any differently as an editor? I'm kind of maybe a little bit more sensitive to when, uh, like a Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, when Marvel needs an idea for marketing purposes, to not take it so personally on uh, the creative side and say no, it's 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 good for the book, and you find a and finding a way to make it good creatively is also creative. So. It, uh, so a little bit of that influences now, but the big thing was being able to read scripts by Frank Miller and Grant Morrison and Matt Wagner and Jeff Lemire and a million other guys, and it was uh, always such great stuff that, uh, like from that, it really kind of, even though I had written before, it demystified the process and also was a big influence and um, dealing t- with artists and some of the, like I said, the greatest, I worked with Jim Lee, I worked with uh, Frank Whiteley again, I worked with Paul Pope, um, just the way that they kind of approach a page and the visual potential for things is something, even though I'm not an artist, I kind of can respect pretty well to set up an artist to do a really good job. So when I'm working with Amy Reeder or Natasha Bustos or anybody else, I try to make it um, a book that will be visually interesting and also interesting for them to, so they do their best work.
0: Now, you are obviously working with a lot of really amazing women, and I've noticed that a lot of your work has, you know, female protagonists. So I was curious, is that an intentional thing? Do you seek out projects where women are at the head, or is it just kind of, that's the way the cookie crumbled?
1: Yeah, no, it really is, uh, I mean, I guess you could say that's the way the cookie crumbled. You know, except for the fact that I do work, I was, I've was. i been collaborating with a lot of female artists, so we tend to... And, and when you're an artist, you're working on the book a lot more than the writer is. A writer can work on two or three projects at a time. An artist is lucky to get one in every month. So a lot of that, my working on female characters is the collaborators that I've worked with and trying to play to their strengths. Uh, I was joking with Amy before that, um, you know, we've done Rocket Girl and we've done Moon Girl. We have to do something more uh, 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 manly-centric, so we're going to do... Our next book's going to be like uh, Gunman and Carman, and that'll be uh, it. But no, I except when I get to do that kind of stuff, I'm actually looking forward to it. So when I can do a little project here or there, I think I'm going to do like, you know, I want like Man-Thing in a monster or something, or the Punisher or something crazy, you know what I mean, just to get away from it a bit. I love working with the characters. The fans really seem to respond, but uh, no, I don't actually seek it out. Maybe, when I, maybe I should be looking for something else just to kind of do a little something different because I like doing all kinds of things, and I don't want to really be... Kind of not stereotyped um but you know yeah exactly and and I haven't been, but it's it's um it's legitimate, you look at all this stuff that I have, it gets pretty yeah all 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 something girl it gets a little uh, gets a little suspect, but that's just how it is sometimes yeah, I'm not complaining, I love all the books
0: so Since you have written kind of Rocket Girl and Moon Girl, are there any similarities between the characters? Now, I know that you worked on Rocket Girls before you moved on to Moon Girl, but I was wondering, is there anything, kind of any personality traits, anything that you took from writing Rocket Girl into writing Moon Girl?
1: No, I mean, I tried to make them very different um, as much as I could. Uh, You know, they're they're, they're both very confident uh, people in different ways um, for Rocket Girl. Um, her confidence is actually really there. It's pure. It's it's something where she's kind of a cocky teenager, uh, but with Moon Girl, her confidence is trying to you know to mask an insecurity. Even though she's this you know uh, relatively speaking, Rocket Girl is a is a regular teenager, um, as regular as comic books get, I suppose. And Moon Girl is the smartest person in the Marvel Universe and should have confidence, but really doesn't. It's kind of a mask for other things. So they are actually very different. Um, I, I, I like to. I like characters in general that are sometimes their own worst enemy and that kind of happens. But even those I try to twist it on its head, uh, Moon Girl something she has to overcome uh, being stubborn and be more open to things and have a place in the world. Whereas uh, a lot of what's going on in Rocket Girl and especially in the new issues when they come back, it's really talking about uh, Dion Johansson, that character, like refusing, being stubborn and, and principled. You know, some people might say to a fault, but it really keeps her sustained throughout. and, it's, and um, kind of a lot of that's growing up I think that so in that way there's it's similar they're both characters that need to grow up and maybe growing up is compromise sometimes And compromise you know sounds bad but should be good but maybe it is bad so I, I get to kind of play with the same things but I think in different ways
0: so Lunella, Moon Girl, you know, she's underestimated a lot, she's misunderstood a lot, and she has a lot of frustration because of that. Kind of what, why did you decide to put that into your story? Is it, you know, is that from your own childhood, your own memories of being kind of a little kid, maybe misunderstood or underestimated by adults?
1: No, I mean, not not no not for me. And some of that might be, actually, I don't want to speak for Amy. I, some of that was more in Amy's, like a little, like I said, a lack of self-confidence. Not that I was hyper-confident. But, uh, no, that's all kind of just, it will be a good story, it would be a good conflict. I think uh, some of that personality is more uh, Amy's and Natasha's input to it. Um, but, uh, not like I said, not that I was the most confident kid in the world. or But I was never worried kind of about being overestimated or underestimated or anything like that. So that's kind of that's kind of just based off of other people and so like I could say I talk about my daughter it's like the friends that I see that kind of she hangs out with it's things that I remember as a little kid there's all kinds of you know stuff that you kind of take bits and pieces of and put it together so yeah.
0: so does your daughter influence kind of moon girl a lot do you see a lot of similarity between that
1: oh definitely definitely because uh you I'm, I mean you know issue 19 is coming out I'm working all the way up through 30 and beyond that so sometimes I, I run out of material, you know, and Amy's stepping away from the book uh, at, with 19 with the next issue. So um, it's, like I said, need, I, need, I need source material and, and my daughter is very much that, yeah.
0: So Lunella has teamed up with a lot of really kind of big characters in the Marvel Universe with uh, Ms. Marvel and Totally Awesome Hulk, Amadeus Cho. Um, I was just curious, who is your favorite interaction to write between Moon Girl and maybe another character?
1: Uh, Well luckily as one of the writers I get to kind of steer where it's going but the whole point was to make her a part of the Marvel Universe and it's kind of like that especially that the the third arc um, with 13 to 18 is to bring her into the Marvel Universe proper and she should be a part of it right even though she does her own thing as a bit of a different type of book and a different type of character. uh, We wanted it to and Marvel wanted her to be definitely a part of the Marvel Universe. Um, but as far as favorites, I, like I said, I got to see it. Doctor Strange was always, like, my favorite character, the one character. If I could choose one at Marvel or DC to write, it, it would be Doctor Strange. So I got to do that for an issue and was really happy with it. And also the thing in issue 14 was uh, a lot of me, as opposed to Amy and some of the, like I said. And uh, Natasha even took that issue off and it was fortuitous because I think it was a really... Uh, story about him and Ray Anthony Haidt. Uh, was who I love uh, did that issue, and I think it, it's as much as it's Lunella and a little girl, it's kind of a grumpy old man coming back home also. Uh, so I like that one a lot too. So I've gotten to work with a bunch of characters that I wanted to, uh, and some uh, that I never thought I would put in, like Ms. Marvel is cool and a great character. Um, Amadeus Cho, a lot of the new ones, it's not something, I, not characters I grew up with, but I kind of respect. So some like, oh, Ms. Marvel, I can definitely do that. Some are... Who does she fit with? Let me kind of learn about them and try to do my part to incorporate them into her story.
0: And as you said, Rocket Girl is coming back. Uh, are there any juicy tidbits you can share with us?
1: Uh, wow, it's just been so long that I almost don't want to do any of the spoiling in this story. You know, it's the, the news is that it's coming back. The, and and the, 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 the big secret is that it's, it's all done. 8, 9, and 10 are drawn. They're lettered. They're colored. It's 100% ready to go. Gonna be out August, September, October. Uh, and it's actually the first 10 issues is kind of how we always envisioned the story we wanted to tell. And if it would do better, we'd go off and maybe do more stuff. So, but really, uh, even though we collected the first five, it's one through 10 is kind of the uh, the 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 volume one, probably how it's gonna be. So it's gonna answer uh, kind of all the dangling mysteries, things that you thought, well, why are they spending time on this? It's not important, come through, so. There will be a lot, of, uh, a lot of reveals, but it's going to be pretty great, I think.
0: Well, thank you for taking time with us today. Thank you. All right, there you have it, viewers. Again, I'm Nadia Shamis. For more reviews, podcasts, and interviews, check us out at comicsverse.com. This was Brandon Montclair, and we'll see you in the ComicsVerse.